Welcome to another episode of the Game Over Podcast. And if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you're not happy right now. You're a little bit, uh, you're a little bit pissed off. You have these thoughts of your team excelling in the sport of professional football. You were told at the beginning of the season that your team was going to excel in the sport of professional football. You went out and you drafted a running back in the first round of Bajan Robinson. Last year, you drafted a wide receiver in the first round named Drake London. The year before that, you went out and you drafted another piece, the highest rated, highest drafted tight end in the history of the NFL and Kyle Pitts. And you expected Arthur Smith to work the magic that he worked in Tennessee when he established a running game, when he made Derrick Henry a household name. He was getting to the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill. A lackluster receiving core did matter. He had the pieces. Uh, He was an offensive genius, somebody, an architect, who we believed here in Atlanta could turn the tide, could right the ship, could help the Atlanta Falcons move forward and get that Super Bowl trophy that they so desperately have wanted since 2017, losing to the Patriots. And like a lot of Atlanta Falcons people here in Atlanta, I believed that it was Desmond Ritter was at fault. That Desmond Ritter was the, the problem. And I thought once we changed the quarterback over to Tyler Haneke, Taylor Haneke, I'm sorry, Taylor Haneke, pride of the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL, former starting quarterback of the Washington football team. We thought that he would be able to get in here this week and beat the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, who lost their starting quarterback last week in a game against Green Bay, um, who who were trotting out a uh, rookie quarterback who had had never played in an NFL game. Um, And then behind him was a player who just got traded to the Minnesota Vikings and Josh Dobbs. He had been there all of uh, all of four all of four days, and in those four days, let me tell you, he wasn't getting first team reps. Uh, they were giving all the first team reps to reps to the rookie. He was a dude who they were who they were trying to get the ball to, and who they were trying to trying to get in there and get him get him ready to play the Atlanta Falcons. And the worst part about this is. It was at home. It was a home game that the Falcons should have been able to win with who they had. Tyler Haneke had all week. Taylor Haneke had all week to prepare. The Falcons looked um, up until this week. They looked great um, offensively when they when they were getting the ball rolling. Bijan Robinson. 
you know, he was the dude. He, he was, we, he, I, I don't even have words for it because he is such an explosive player. And the goal of the coaching staff is to find ways to get him the ball. No matter what, get him the ball. Uh, either either you hand it to him or you uh, you throw it to him. You line him up, you create mismatches, you do everything that you can offensively to scheme and get the ball in the playmaker's hands. Uh, let's get into a little bit of the stats. The stats will, will help me um, elaborate on my disappointment today in this game. So let's start with the Falcons. All right, so Tyler Haneke, 21 to 38, 268 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Now, that that's not bad, but this is where it gets bad. Bijan Robinson, 11 attempts, 51 yards, long of 14. Tyler Argiers, 12 attempts, 39 yards, one touchdown, his long was 13. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it from your two, your two star running backs. You've got two amazing running backs. One a first round, one a third rounder. And they didn't even give you 100 yards today. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Even if you throw in Tyler Henneke's three attempts for 20 yards... That is right at 110 yards. You got to do better. We got to do better. It, it's uh, the Falcons were favored to win this game. Everybody, no one had the Minnesota Vikings winning this game. Let's get to the receivers. John New Smith had a huge uh, catch and run. He had five receptions, 100 yards, one touchdown. Cordell Hodge, three receptions, 60 yards. There was no Drake London today. He was uh, he he got injured last week. He had a I think he has a groin strain, so he was out. Kyle Pitts, four for 56. Mac Hollins, three for 36. Van Jefferson, who they just traded for for the Rams a couple weeks ago, one for 14. Bijan Robinson, your biggest playmaker on offense, two receptions for eight yards. Cordell Patterson, one for three. This is a huge misuse, misuse of talent. Because you have the talent. You have, on on paper, you are as talented as any team in the NFL. Any team. You have enough players where you should be on par you definitely had more talent out there than the Vikings did. Definitely had more talent than the Vikings did. But for some reason, well, we're gonna get to the reason. Let's look. Let's look at what the Minnesota Vikings did on uh, on offense before we got before we get to the defense. So now let's take a look at the stats for the Minnesota Vikings. All right. So Jay Hall was the starting quarterback. Came out five of five of six, 78 yards. 
goes, tries to run into the end zone, and gets slobber knockered. Absolutely hit, concussion. Out. Here comes Josh Dobbs. Fresh off a trade from the Arizona Cardinals, where he did play pretty well. I will give you that. I don't know how much uh, continuity the uh, Arizona Cardinals offense has with the Minnesota Vikings offense, but it seems like it's pretty seamless. Pretty like a pretty seamless transition. As he goes 20 for 30, 158 yards and two touchdowns. He had seven rushing attempts for 66 yards and one touchdown. So one guy who's been there for four days, who's been uh, on a football team, a new football team with new players who he's never played with, offensive linemen that he's never, never been with, coaching staff that he had never worked with, three touchdowns in his first game coming off the bench. Uh, Madison added 16 yards for 44, 16 attempts for 44 yards, Cam Akers, Came in 8 for 25. He left injured. Speaking of also leaving injured, uh, Osborne, uh, one of the receivers for the uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, he also was concussed. So they were down not only their starting quarterback, but their, their second receiver behind Jordan Addison. Well, they're actually down to their third receiver because um, uh, what is his name? What is his name? He, he's been out. Um, it'll come to me in a second. It'll come to me in a second. But he didn't even dress for this game. He's still, he's still Jefferson. Jefferson has been out um, with a hamstring injury. So these are the two and three receivers. And the three got injured. All right. So let's go to uh, Hawkinson, who is having a great season. Seven receptions for 69 yards. Jordan Addison, good game. Five receptions for 52 yards. Uh, Madison, who I mentioned, had two receptions for 49 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Osborne had uh, two receptions for 17 yards uh, before he got knocked out with cuss. B. Powell, two receptions for 15 yards and a touchdown. Um, defensively, um, Murphy had one interception that was huge when all of the uh, – that's kind of when all the momentum shift – Shifted. Uh, Jay Hicks had one sack. I think we only gave up one. We gave up one sack this entire game. One sack. Let's take a look at how the Falcons defense did. Amadiata had one sack. And Landman had one sack. This isn't supposed to happen. You are not supposed to be able to win with a backup quarterback. It is very, very rare that you have a competent backup quarterback, let alone a third quarterback who can come in there and run your offense well enough to get a win. Not supposed to happen. Not supposed to happen to an Atlanta Falcons team that should have been prepared and should have been able to play. Yeah, did they not practice Josh Dobbs? No. That, but that's fine. He's a he's he had been a backup at Arizona, and this leads to the greater question. All right, what are you gonna do when you got to play Jalen Hurts? 
What are you going to do when you got to play Dak Prescott? What are you going to do when you got to play the 49ers and Brock Purdy? Geno Smith. Elite quarterbacks. Quarterbacks who who have a mastery of the offense. What are you going to do against those guys? Because you can't. There's there's the Falcons try to establish this uh, this identity, this running identity, um, and that was the thing. But today, I guess they kind of got away from it. That's what you want to do. That that's why you have the players that you have is to establish a run and then work the play action off of it. None of that happened today. None of that happened today. Um, this is Ty- Taylor Haneke's first game. I don't think they're going to go back to Desmond Ritter. I don't think that's going to happen. But this was a this was a bad loss. Bad, bad, bad. This is the worst loss of the season. The worst. And I don't know how they're I don't know how they're going to fix it, other than playing bad teams. Minnesota. Minnesota, this is the this is their fourth straight win, so um, they were kind of streaking. But you're not going to be able to beat the Saints like this. You're not going to be able to beat Tampa again like this. You'll beat Carolina like this. Carolina's not that good. But as we get further down the schedule, um, we're not going to be able to get the wins that we need to. Uh, to get to the playoffs, and this is year three. This was the year that Atlanta was supposed to pop, that Atlanta was supposed to be be a team. We had got all the, the Julio Jones and the Matt Ryan money off the books. So we were supposed to be contending uh, a minimum for, for a playoff spot, but in the hunt for a championship. And so far, that does not seem like it's going to happen. But next week is another week. They're going to, if you're in the Atlanta market, I listen to, uh, I listen to a lot of sports radio here in Atlanta, and they are going to hammer uh, Arthur Smith, the coach of the Atlanta Falcons, tomorrow. He's going to get hammered. Um, I feel bad because you know, as the head coach of the team, you got to do these shows. You got to go on radio. You got to go on these talk shows, and you have to talk to the media. You have to to to, to get there and have the radio pundits ask you questions, um, and you have to respectfully answer these questions, uh, no matter how you may may feel personally. But they're going to ask you about what, why did you do this, and why did you do this, and why aren't we using this, and you got to answer them. Uh, so it's always better to win because it's easier to answer questions in a win than to answer questions in a loss. So, yeah. So if you listen to Atlanta Radio, 680 The Fan, um, 92.9, The Game, you're going you're gonna to hear it tomorrow. You're going to hear it all over the Falcons. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to do a Chargers edition tomorrow. They play tomorrow at a Monday Night Football. Huge game against the Jets. Jets also have a backup quarterback, who is the former starting quarterback. Um, his name is Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know what to expect, really, uh, tomorrow. Um, the, the Chargers are a dome team, and they're playing outside in New York. Luckily, if you're on the East Coast, it's been fa- fairly mild. 
I don't know how it's going to be. I think they're going to be fine weather-wise. But the Jets do have a very good defense. So I'm thinking uh, the Chargers... I, I, I know the Chargers are going to win. I know they are. I'm going to, I, I'm going to put this out there in the universe. They're going to find a way to do it. They have better skill position players. They have a much better quarterback. Um, the Jets' offensive line isn't fantastic. They've had some tough games because they, they, they beat the Eagles. And the Eagles are a really good team, and they found a way to beat them. So that is one of the things that you got to look at. But I think that the Chargers present a different set of uh, problems for them because they're, they're not going to take them lightly, and the Chargers need this win. The Jets also need to keep pace with the Bills. That's also a big game coming on tonight, uh, Bills versus... Bills versus uh, the, the, the Bengals. Bills versus Bengals. So that's going to be a big game. All right. So looking forward to that. And here we go. Heading in. This has been an episode of the Game Over podcast. Hopefully, I'll be back with a better, with more, with better news on the next one. And I will talk to you then. <laughs>